Hello, Sebastian Lucido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Dart. I'm in Genesis 3. I want to look at Satan's uh, deceptive message in the garden here. So we open in, in verse 1 of chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. The woman, uh, and he said to the woman, Satan said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruits of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So the first thing here is in, in chapter 2, God tells Adam, Eve only exists spiritually. She's inside Adam. She doesn't exist uh, physically. God tells Adam not to eat of a specific tree in the garden. It's a commandment. And he said, if you eat from it, you'll die twice. In the first death, you'll experience the second death. Or in dying, you'll die. So she quotes something that Adam added to it. Don't touch it, right? So here's Satan's response, and we need to listen to every word he says to truly understand where he's going. As far as, then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. You will be like God's knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it was pleasant to the eye, a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit and she ate. She gave also to her husband and he ate. The eyes of them both were open. They knew that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And then the, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees in the garden. So a bunch of things going on here, but let's look at them one by one. Satan's first response was to remove the fear of God. You shall not surely die. You know, there's no consequence to your disobedience or your sin. Sin and their fall really brought a wrong fear of God. They hid themselves from God because now they were afraid of God's presence. They became afraid. And really, we see every negative emotion, depression, low self-esteem, fear, all come in as a result of the, of, of the fall. But this all starts with losing a fear of God. When you lose a fear of God and you don't understand God, confusion comes in and anything is possible. You can live in complete sin because there, there's, there's no, you know, there's no boundaries or barriers set any longer. They change in this, they're really challenging the word of God. They're really coming against sound doctrine, coming against God's very nature. You know, has God said, you know, they challenged him completely, his character, you know, um, and really questioning, you know, the say, does God really have the best for you? He's keeping back from you. If you eat of this tree, you're going to be better. If you sin, you're going to be better. If, you're, if you chase the world's goods, you're going to be better. You're going to live a better life. You're going to live in a better place. And so losing that respect and not glorifying God, you know, not holding God, uh, you, know, um, uh, you know, as your judge and your authority, questioning his love, questioning his... You know, what did, what did uh, Satan tell God about Job? He said, I can, I, you know, take your hand of protection away. Let me attack him and he'll blame you to your face. He'll blame what I'm doing in his life to your face. And so we need to understand God's character. We need to understand that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Even though we feel abandoned, we feel left, we have to understand he removes the fear of God he challenges God's word. He corrupts the character of God. 
And then he disguises himself as a God, uh, giving us advice on spiritual things. And that deception causes all kinds of uh, agony in our life and trauma in our life. So anyway, we need to understand his antics. The Bible says that we shouldn't be ignorant of his devices, that we should know him. We should know how to fight him. We should know how he works. We should know how he thinks and what he can bring in our life. And, you know, we need to be like James, count it all joy when you fall into these temptations, knowing this, that we get to make God's glory shine in our life. Anyway, thank you for watching today. Thanks for joining us. Please pray about becoming a free member. Go to our website or download our, our free phone app at the Apple App Store, Google App Store, and just type in Watchers of Truth and have your credentials. But on our website and on our app is all of our content, even the stuff that we can't post on social media. But become a member, you know, join us, which means your name and email address. You'll get all of our notes and teachings and build a library of our notes. They're, they're Bible studies by themselves. You'll get access to our curriculums and workbooks, and you'll get access to our emails every week of content that we'll send to you for free. Or become a, a, a partner. Pray about it. See if the Holy Spirit, $25 or more for speaking into your life, I think it's reasonable that you join us as a partner and help us in our effort to teach God's word. God bless you guys. Have a great, great day. I pray that God's face would shine upon you and you'd be blessed in all that you did in Jesus' name. God bless. Thanks for watching.